Welcome back to the Profit Roadmap. I'm Barry Duplessis alongside Cody Owen, and we have got a very special guest in the house as we are keep trucking along on our marathon of podcast interviews and member journeys and everything. But we've got a true celebrity. One of our speakers is in the house, Mr. Jason Cup. Jason, hey guys, how are you? I am awesome. Thank I you so awesome. much. I'm a little tired, but I'm doing really, really well. Glad to be here with you guys. Fantastic. Thank Thanks you for, for joining coming. us. Absolutely. So uh, you have, you've, this is, uh, is this your second or third year speaking at the member conference? This is actually the third year that I've been here. Fantastic. And uh, you've, uh, you've kind of developed a little bit of a following. We were kind of joking around earlier before we got on air that uh, you, you, you couldn't even make it over to the room without getting uh, interrupted by a, a few folks and everything. So tell us a little bit why you're, why are you so popular? I have no idea. You'd have to ask people that stop me in the hall and ask me questions. <laughs> I don't know. You know, m maybe it's because I, I, I have an extreme passion for what I do and I love helping people and I love hearing what their pain point is in their business and maybe what the concern is or the thing that's kept them up late at night. And, uh, and I love trying to give them some tips and tricks to be able to overcome that and solve it. And so I guess I'm passionate. Are we 100% sure that it's not the smart guy glasses? <laughs> Um, it could be the smart guy glasses. It could be. I remember when I got glasses when I was like 14 years old, I cried because I thought that I looked funny with glasses. Now I love glasses. So uh, Dude, I those think... are, there's some nice frames too. Thank you. You look very I, sharp. I, I very appreciate slick. that. They, very... they match my hair. They match my hair. <laughs> they're, they're gray. So they match my hair. Very, very awesome. Yeah. I'm getting there. I'm getting closer and closer every day. I'm getting some gray hairs and losing hairs, but the gray is coming into the beard too. And it's just, Cody's 23. So <laughs> There you go. I don't understand any of these problems. Yeah, he doesn't understand. He doesn't understand real life yet. Jason. My dad tells me that I won't have to worry about it going gray because it's all going to fall out. There you go. There you go. Well, they they say that you have your uh, what is it? Your, your one of your grandfather's your hair? maternal your grandfather? maternal grandfather. Dude, I don't my grandfather that's... died with a full head of hair, and I have the exact same hairline as my father. Wow, interesting, interesting. So, Jason, you talked a lot about uh, going and helping out with people with their pain points. You're, mm -hmm. you're a little bit of a small business expert. You've owned small businesses. Mm -hmm. you've, been a, you've been a business operator. And now you are a kind of a – I'll go ahead and use the word guru, the word guru, in terms of uh, Colby testing. So uh, why don't you tell for – those for those listening who have no idea what the heck a Colby test is, why don't you give us a little bit of background on that and why you're a guru? Yeah. Well, I, I don't consider myself a guru, so I appreciate that. It's a kind compliment. Um, you know, I stumbled across the Colby A index probably about 12 and a half years ago or so when I took it to try to help me save some pain points in my landscaping company, my service industry company. And it worked um, so well that I wanted to learn more about it. So I went and I got certified and, and learned more about it. And never, ever in my wildest dreams did I think that um, it would be a core foundational element to me personally and, and my life, but also to the people that I'm fortunate enough to do business with and, uh, and resolving team concerns and, and uh, helping them to make people more efficient and create more profits in business. Um, and so it's really, really, really fun. Um, so the Colby Index is a, is a, it's a, it's a questionnaire. It's a, it's an index that, um, that you can take in less than 15 minutes. You, you two have taken the Colby index, yes. correct? Yeah. yeah. Um, Six, three, seven, four. <laughs> so I love the fact that, uh, that you know your number and, um, it's the best number. It, it is. the Well, everybody's <laughs> number is the best number, but what the Colby index is, the Colby A index measures a person's natural instincts and natural instincts are born into us. They're not developed over time. They actually are in us as children. And as we develop into young adults and into adulthood, 
adulthood and then on to retirement. And so the idea behind it is, is that if we can measure a person's natural instincts and we can pair up or marry their job responsibilities and how they operate every single day with the way they're naturally wired, they're not going to ever feel like that they're working. They're going to have a sense of, of passion and efficiency because they're just going to sit there and they're they're going to they're 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 going to be operating in their natural self. Like, what's your what's your Colby index? Beard, you have. He was looking it up. Do you have Slack? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm I do. The Wi-Fi. <laughs> yes, okay, absolutely. But, but why you guys are it's seven eight? It's seven four seven three. Okay. Cody has the second best score because mine is the best score. Well, so the interesting thing is, all three of us have initiating quick start, so we can sit here and I can attest that we have no notes in front of us, other than you just got on Slack to see what your numbers were. But we don't have any notes in front of us, and we could sit here and talk. All afternoon, we can talk for hours probably, right? Mm -hmm. Because we're initiating quick start, which means that we're going to think outside the box. We don't need notes. We're, we, our best work is going to be at the last minute. We got to, excuse me, we kind of do things as they, we come, we'll go off the hip. Um, we can tell stories. We can have anecdotes. All of those different things are things that are quintessential to what are known as, a, a, as initiating quick starts. I am playing this back for my mother she, is, she would always give me she would always go get on me like why don't you take notes i don't understand why you don't have any notes and there's like to, you need to write college stuff classes down. where you got graded on notes and i was like i don't learn this way leave me alone yeah, i, I want to sit there and listen and i literally i literally did never prepare to speech class prepare to speech for my speech class, right? In I think college. it's fun that you stuttered through that. Isn't it hilarious that I can't even I couldn't even spell or speak, or I can't even do anything right now? Apparently, I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> so all it has to do with the left. I I literally did not prepare a speech for any speech class in college mm -hmm. and in high school. Mm -hmm. Did everything from the hip, right? And it it absolutely drove my college professor bonkers, right? And it drove my high school teacher. She loved it. Right. She absolutely loved it. Well, you know, the interesting thing about that is, is that that's common um, because, and, and that's this element that Colby teaches of element of mutual respect. You know, we need to have mutual respect for one another. And it's interesting because obviously I do a lot of speaking as, you know, for my career, I get up in front of audiences like I did this week and, uh, and you know, shared with people, um, you know, kind of tips and tricks about running their business. And, uh, <clears throat> and the interesting thing is I learned a long time ago, most organizations that I speak for, they want to know what my slides are going to be well in advance, like weeks in advance. And I literally have to tell them, no, I'm not going to do that. And the reason is because I feed off of the crowd as I get to know people when I come to town and I'm speaking in an event. And I literally went up between my my talk that ended at noon and my talk that started at two and I deleted slides and I added slides and I threw in new concepts in because of what members that are here at the conference had told me um, in between sessions that they were that was going on in their business. Mm -hmm. I'm able to do that because of my nine and quick start, because of my two and follow through. My instincts tell me that I'm able to do that. And But if I would have had to do my talk two weeks ago and turn it in, it would not have been, it wouldn't have the same level of dynamic as it did by me changing slides 20 minutes before I came down from my room to go up on stage. And mm -hmm. that's a unique element to those instincts. And each person has that. And the, and the mutual respect that occurs is something that's really, really, really powerful. Mm -hmm. So one of the things we talked about actually before, before you came on, Jason, is I was joking around about how when Jonathan broke down my score, he told me some like really like creepy <laughs> insights to my personality yeah. as far as like, oh, I bet you do this and I bet you do that. What the, my thing that I still, I still latch on today was like, he's like, you know, based on your score bear, I bet you take like random routes home because, 
you know, you, you don't like doing the same route twice. You like to, you know, do this and do that and kind of, bran- you know, branch off your normal routine. And I was like, no, I, I don't do that at all. I, I go to the same, no. You know, it, it was just like one of those things. So, like, w- what do you, like, by analyzing or looking at some of these numbers, like, you immediately, by us just, ta- you know, telling you our scores, you just were like, quick start, this is what we do. I, mm-hmm. What, you know, what has allowed you to gain that kind of insight just based on these numbers? Yeah, so um, the cool part about the Colby Index is that it doesn't change over time. So in, in about 97% of the people that take the Colby Index, their results won't change over time. So that gives me a level of predictability about the way that people are going to operate. Um, and so how did I learn all that? I just learned from experience. I've been doing it for 12 years. I've interpreted, you know, thousands of people's Colby index work, you know, with teams like Service Autopilot. You know, I come to your office from time to time and we sit and we talk about Colby. And and so when you do that and you spend a lot of time with people, and I'm, I also really like people, so I get try to get to know them and try to understand who they are from a personal level and from a personality level, you're able to connect the dots of some of those things that they are and that they're not. And it gives you that data when you know, when I hear that you both are quick start, it gives me the data to know that we can sit here and we can talk for a long, 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 long time. And it actually gives us energy and we're super excited about it. And like I said, we don't have any notes in front of us. We're just freely talking, which some people go, wow, how could those guys talk for however long we talk and not have notes or have a script or something like that? We don't need scripts. That's the way we're naturally wired. And that's a cool thing. Yeah, I was telling, uh, I was talking to one of our members actually about that because he was writing some notes by hand. And when I do make a note or something it's by hand i don't digitally log it or something like that and i honestly can i honestly know what that notes i don't even know why i do it because i don't even you're I don't never even, gonna look at that i, note I never look at that note again i but i know by looking at that note that that reminds me that that's you know that's that's uh that's my reminder that cody and i want to do an interview on tuesday mm-hmm. it, absolutely it, and that's what well, just hey, glance to give a little background for people who aren't familiar with with colby would you want to give just like what the four what the four numbers are. Yeah, break that yeah, down. Yeah, so, so it's absolutely no problem. So it's broken down into what's called four action modes. That's the Colby word for it. And um, most people initiate or have a kind of a dominant instinct. And so that would be the number that's seven or higher for them. Some people actually um, have two initiating instincts. Um, actually, like I think Cody, you, yeah, Cody, Cody does. you have two seven. So you would actually have, right, you have two seven. So that yeah. would be um, two initiating instincts. So the, the, uh, the action modes are four different categories. The first one is fact finder. That's People true. that initiate in fact finder, they need information, details, data, research to be able to make decisions. Um, the, the second one would be follow through. They need to follow a schedule, a process, a structure. They need to know what the steps are of accomplishing tasks. And I, ha- I have a low follow through. Yes, me too. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> And, um, and so, and, and so the follow through, um, p- p- folks that initiate and follow through, they need to know what the order is. They tend to have a very organized workspace. They tend to follow a schedule. They love calendars. They love task lists and check marks and all that kind of stuff. Um, those that initiate in quick start, like the three of us, um, we like outside the box. We like making decisions with our gut. We like things at the last minute. We like problem solving at the instant, you know, when the snap of the finger, hear the problem, provide a solution. Um, before they quit talking. Before, yeah. And <laughs> yeah, their preferably, preferred communication preferably before they, they have a chance to breathe. Right, right. <laughs> 
And then, uh, and then the last action mode is is called implementer, and that's um, that's somebody's desire to create. They have to create. They got to touch it themselves. They have to use haptics to be able to complete it. Haptics would be the use of your fingers and your digits to be able to do it. And so, a lot of times, it's somebody that's maybe creative, or they're a mechanic, or they're a musician, or something like that. It's a very individualistic element where they like to do it themselves. And so, um, they also love to fix things. They love to like do home improvement and things like that. I mean, they actually will wake up on a Saturday morning and want to go paint a bedroom. When was the last time you guys woke up on a Saturday morning on your day off and wanted to go paint a bedroom? I don't have a day off, but yeah, I see your point. <laughs> but the point is, there's some people that wake up and they're like, hey, what project am I going to do today? That's mm -hmm. not us. Mm -hmm. that's, that's sensational. So the, it, the thing that I had to get through, like in, in Cody was talking about this actually as well, is that you know, the, the, the titles of these actions aren't necessarily you know, what they perceive to be like, you know, follow through, for example, like, you know, Cody and I, we I were when like, I got my results back, I was upset because I was right. like, I get things done. I don't, what is this about? And then sure. like, because there was a delay, a little bit of delay between like me getting those results and Jonathan sitting down with us and explaining right. what the action modes were. I was like, I mean, I get things done. I don't think this is fair. Right. Uh, well, and, 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 and that's true. And that's why I always, um, you know, I always tell people that you probably need to have somebody that's certified that understands it to sit down and mm -hmm. walk you through the results yeah. and to give you those tips and tricks of what they are. Because there's some really cool things, as you guys might know, by reading through your results that um, that gives you tips and tricks. They're called conables and they give you, you know, give you ways to be able to work within your action modes um, to, to be successful in really any environment. Um, and then there's also, you know, things that you can watch out for. Jonathan calls them watch outs. You know, if, if you have a certain action mode, we want to watch out to like, for example, with low, um, with a, with a follow through that is, um, it's called resistant is actually what it is, is resistance and follow through, um, that, which I am, which you are Cody. Um, we don't want to follow a structure. We don't want to follow a schedule. And so let's put us in environments where we can go ahead and do that because it's going to contribute more to our success than following a schedule. Mm -hmm. So. You're touching on it already a little bit, uh, but let's talk about how you can use something like Colby to help you orient your team sure. in a way that's going to help them get the most done. Yeah, so one of the things I really love is when uh, when there's an organization that, that has um, some team members, it could be two or more, you know, and we get some Colby A results and just to sit down with those folks and really, number one, educate themselves about the way that they are. Um, then also educate themselves about who their coworkers are. And then the third fun part of the, the, the kind of the Colby process, at least from my world, is, is to start to look at the team and figure out if people have passions for doing things. And maybe those don't align completely with the way that they're, they're hardwired. And sometimes you're sliding a couple of things off the plate and adding some other things onto the plate. And it's really, really fun to watch those teams kind of almost blossom into a new level of efficiency. They're, quite frankly, they didn't even know was possible um, mm -hmm. until there, there's a little bit of a, of a realignment of some of the some of some of the strengths of what people are because Colby's all about strengths. There's no weaknesses whatsoever. Uh, it really frustrates me when I hear people say, "Oh, hire your weakness." No, hire your your opposite strength. It's a positive way of saying the same thing because mm -hmm. you know the, the truth of the matter is, and you guys know, because Service Autopilot has you know a whole sketch of employees, and I'm lucky enough to to know everybody on the team and know what their Colby results are. It takes all of us to to, to work for a software company. Yeah, you can't have sure. a whole bunch of fact finders. You can't have a whole bunch of follow throughs. You can't have a whole bunch of quick starts. You can't have a whole bunch of implementers. In fact, we've got all of those on our team. And I think that's really, really powerful when, you know, you think about how John and Jonathan and Brian have grown the business and be able to connect the dots and build the team. Um, they've done that in part by using the Colby index to determine where people are going to fit 
and how they're going to work together and how they can be successful together. And that's a cool part of your guys' culture that I want everybody to know. It's not just about all of our members that, you know, that, that use Colby or my clients that use Colby or whatever. It's also something that lives in the DNA of service autopilot. Yeah. I think the I think the important thing to know, and you, you you've hammered on it a couple of times. I think the important thing to know is the fact that uh, there is a place for you, in you know, and again that they're all strengths. That keeping the positive. There's no it. result you can get on a Colby test where it's like, ooh. Uh, C- correct. No. Everybody passes the Colby index. Every single person <laughs> passes the Colby index. There's no failing grade, and I loved it. Kathy Colby told me a couple of years ago. She goes, Jason, you realize that every single Colby result is perfect, which means that once we have the four numbers, it's perfect. We know what it is, and we can begin to go and operate our lives in a way that is going to supplant um, our instincts and be able to um, not suppress them, but actually, you know, contribute to them. And so mm-hmm. everybody passes, and they're perfect results. So it's great. And it can't ever hurt you to be aware of, like, it's, it's kind of like a meta thing where you're looking at who am I? And it gives you kind of like these words to put on the things that you've already known about yourself. Sure. Like if you had asked Bear, do you, do you take different, different routes to get home every day for fun? Mm-hmm. Uh, he'd be like, yeah, that happens. Uh-huh. But giving him like a word to attach to it helps him think about it. Like, oh man, I wonder if I do that in other places. Right. And so it helps you extrapolate things that you already know about yourself out to other places. I, I think that for, for those people that get super excited about learning this nugget about themselves and really when they peel the layers back and they start to think about it, they go, yeah, that's me. That's me. But I think the Colby Index get, gives a pretty cool way of communicating it and um, and, and those words and those examples and those scenarios, it, it really begins to capture it. And a lot of times, in majority of the cases of the people that I get to work with, it's like a light bulb moment for them. It's a light bulb mm-hmm. moment. I mean, I'm here today because of Jonathan and I connecting on Colby many years ago, as you guys have heard the story. And so it's so cool because our common connection was instincts. And now, you know, I'm fortunate enough to be able to, you know, sit here with you guys this afternoon and, and talk about it. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about the uh, uh, kind of go a little bit more into that if we can, as far as like when you were you discovered yourself, uh, discovered about yourself and everything. What was the first thing you did with that, that information when you first got your score, first read about what that meant and kind of gain you kind of gain some insight onto sure. your self-awareness? Yeah. So I was running a service industry company in the Kansas City area and I had um, a handful of business partners. And the first thing that it taught me was that mutual respect amongst our partnership team that all, all we actually had all four action modes represented. I was the quick start. I had one partner that was a fact finder, one partner that was a uh, follow through and then one partner that was an implementer. And it really <clears throat> um, taught me the element of mutual respect that it really took that core of four people to run this business. Um, so that was the first thing on the personal side or not the personal side, but me personally, maybe is the way I should say it, is that I realized a lot of things that I was trying to do, but I couldn't necessarily do them easily or efficiently instinctively. So it was a really cool, huge light bulb, life changing moment for me because I realized that um, the best way that I could work and it began to, to add some different levels of success to my life and my career to just know the way that I was hardwired and setting up business and opportunity and friendships and, um, you know, uh, clients and all that kind of stuff based on that. So it really had two very, very, very key elements that affected my business from a partner standpoint and affected me from the way that I viewed myself. 
So what would you say to the business owner who, who's listening to this and they're, they're like, I can see the benefit of understanding the way that my team works or the way that I work uh, instinctually, but why Colby? Hey, that's a great question. And the, the why Colby is, is that it is the only test questionnaire survey index out there that measures a person's natural instincts. We had more time. Mm -hmm. I talk about things like three parts of the mind and um, all these really fun topics. Um, but at the end of the day, the we'll have you on again. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. The, uh, the, 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 the reason that, that Colby is a tool that is, um, that, that is, at least from my standpoint, although I will fully admit that I'm incredibly biased, um, is, is because it's the only thing that's out there that measures a person's natural instincts, the way a person's naturally going to go by doing it. Every other test, I don't care which one it is, every other one, you could give me a list of 30 of them. They either measure one of two things. They measure a person's personality or they measure a person's intelligence and knowledge. That's it. Mm -hmm. and, and the Colby index is the only thing the only thing out there, they own the patent on it. They, you, you cannot compete against the Colby because it's the only thing that will measure what's called conation, which is the part of our brain that has our instincts in it. I think instinctness, and like you said, like what we've talked about, being self-aware, and if you can be honest with yourself, the insight that you can gain in, in, into yourself and your team that you build around you uh, is, um, is insanely valuable. I mean, it just realized a few moments ago what Cody's score was and that we have a very similar score. Mm -hmm. And that's probably why, even though we're completely different people, have completely different interests and everything, and uh, he reads and I don't, um, <laughs> that, um, <laughs> that we... At the same time, we were both like, we should start a podcast. And yeah, we went to our bosses exactly. and we said, we want to start a podcast. And they were like, sure. And we were like, okay, let's get a mic. Let's go yeah. get in a room. Let's start yeah. recording. Yeah, like we could have done it right then. <laughs> like, <laughs> we, I mean, we made a composite episode within like two days of talking to each other. Yeah, it was, we got permission and then went and did it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we like Cody was like, "You want to play the you want to play the guest?" And I was like, "Sure, I'll play the guest." And 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 it was all again made up on the fly because it was like, "Hey, tell us about your story and tell you." You know, it was a sample. You know, we were just making a a composite and and I was just making stuff up on the fly. Well, you know, it's interesting what you just said, um, Barrow, when you were talking. You started off about saying how you guys were different individuals, which is your personalities. I, I know both of you, you are differently wired in terms of your personality. Mm -hmm. Then you talked about, and I know you said it jokingly, so he reads and I don't. But that's also an investment in knowledge, which is... I really do, but Cody insists on making me the dumb one, and that's kind of our <laughs> shtick. No, I'm so. not saying anything about, about either of your intelligence, but, but, the, but the way that we pick up knowledge and those nuggets is the cognitive part, which is you know our knowledge and our IQ. Um, but at the end of the day, the three of us are wired very, very similarly to from an instinctive standpoint. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it is cool. I mean, you just validated what I just started to say about the different parts of, of the way that, you know, the way that we're hardwired. You know, we've got instincts, we've got personality, we've got knowledge. And that's verifiable. For those of you that are fact finders, you can Google it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Jason, if you still work with small businesses, right? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. So if someone wanted to get in touch with you to, to mm -hmm. do this kind of work with their team, uh, where, where can they find you? 
Um, just jasoncup.com, J-S-O-N-C-U-P-P.com, and, and shoot me a note through there. E- email's best, jason at jasoncup.com. And, um, and we'll have that in the show notes as well. we'll have Cool, the awesome. The yeah, because the, 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 Colby, um, the Colby piece is a part of business that I'm taking on. Unfortunately, my consulting business is completely full right now, but the Colby piece is definitely something that we take on, and it is so much fun to work with teams. It's so much fun mm-hmm. to watch that light bulb go off. It's so much fun to uh, see that investment really reap significant uh, rewards and efficiency and, and quite frankly, in, in, in most people, it, it hits the bottom line too, which a lot of business owners are interested in that. When your team's aligned, your financials are going to get a little bit more aligned as well. Yeah, for sure. A team that works more efficiently is going to produce more money. 110%. Yep, absolutely. So Jason at Jason Cup, that's C-U-P-P, and uh, jasoncup.com is where you can uh, reach out to him for uh, more information. Uh, Jason, again, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, Again, doing it on the fly, but that's how we do it because we're quick starts. And uh, we just really nabbed Jason out of the lobby. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. We really, really, and he really said, "Yeah, let's it. do it." Absolutely. Yeah, you bet. And uh, sensational. Thank you so much again. Uh, this is the Profit Roadmap. I'm Barry Duplessis alongside Cody Owen, and it was our pleasure to have Jason Cup on this episode. You got it, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. You bet. The music in this episode of the Profit Roadmap was "Riptide" and "Summon the Rock" by Kevin MacLeod of Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license. If you want to check out Kevin's music, it's some good stuff. Incompetech.com.